Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today I want to talk about childhood programming. Childhood programming is the way a person is raised and treated in childhood and in their family of origin will create a form of patterns of beliefs, ideas, self-perceptions, emotional reactions, thought patterns, and relationship patterns where the individual will then use these uh, this programming to communicate with themselves and others in relationships. It is the habitual patterns of relating to the world as well as self, and it's primarily created by the way a parent is or parents treat the child. So in early childhood, if there's attunement, if there's care, if there's empathy, if there's compassion, it will create a sort of understanding within the child, a core belief system of I'm good enough, I'm acceptable, I'm lovable, and therefore the child will then see themselves this way and ultimately create a program where the child will then go out into the world in adulthood and relate to the world in this very way. The approval from parents creates a certain acceptance and therefore the child will then therefore feel whole, complete, and without the need to prove themselves to others. When this is not the case, in the case of abuse, narcissistic abuse, sex abuse, physical abuse, you name it, then the child will have a programming that looks a whole lot like I am unworthy, I am worthless, I'm unlovable, unacceptable, and I am shameful, and along those lines. This will create a certain belief system and uh, way of seeing self-perception as well as perceiving others in the world where the child will feel less than and therefore needing others to either validate or needing others to make them feel better about themselves. This is a programming because it's habitual. It's largely unconscious. Uh, Some would say up to 95% of the individual's awareness is unawareness. It's in the subconscious. And therefore, it creates a sort of operating system that dictates the way this individual will see the world and therefore how they will communicate and therefore their decision-making. It's much like an operating system with a computer, for example, to compare with a software. If you put in the same software with this, and you turn on the computer and run the software, you'll have the same results. In order to understand why the results are the, the way they are, you'll have to look at the computer software and understand that it's stemming from there. So it's a program, much like a child, and therefore a person in childhood growing up and later on in adulthood. This same software, unless it's changed, it will be the same, the same results. Therefore, without identifying a person's programming, a person's subconscious uh, programming, then it'll be quite literally impossible to change a person's way of thinking, way of doing, and way of believing, and ultimately way of uh, communicating with others. Because it's difficult to see parents as the cause of the programming, whether for the better or for the worse, it'll be difficult to face the true cause of or I should say, to change the programming. Unless you identify how the programming got there, it's impossible to make a change in this way. Many people who have a faulty programming will often scapegoat their flaws, their perceived flaws. They'll scapegoat themselves, their partners, their friends, their institutions, blaming them for their faulty programming. But in reality, the cause of a programming is from childhood and from parents. And therefore, without identifying the dysfunctional and faulty programming from upbringing, it is impossible to truly understand why a person does and is the way they are. Abuse creates 
of faulty programming. So in the case of narcissistic abuse, the child will get many deep, hurtful messages that they are shameful, worthless, not good enough, ugly, not successful enough, and unacceptable. This then sets the child up for a relating to the world and perceiving the world as in this way. They will go out and look for partners, oftentimes, that fit this programming, fit these core beliefs, and ultimately it'll dictate a large portion of how this person's life will go. One's programming always wins against behavioral changes, which is why trying to change your behavior without addressing your faulty programming is quite literally uh, futile. This is why narcissists have a very difficult time changing, if some would say impossible to change, because narcissists can't just change their behavior and then it's all okay. They're actually riddled with shame, wounds, and a faulty programming. And therefore, even if they promise to change, even if they oftentimes want to change, they are quite literally helpless to this programming. And because it's so unconscious, it's in the shadow, it's in their unawareness, it's very difficult for them to make these changes. Which is why it's extremely frustrating unless you go down into the subconscious and identify your programming and heal it. And we'll discuss that in a moment. Then you are quite literally at the effect and therefore helpless to do anything about it. In order to dismantle a faulty programming, um, it is imperative to, first of all, like I mentioned, understand that you are largely out, unaware of the cause and you cannot see it uh, until you self-reflect. You reflect on the way you react, what your perceptions are, what you've come to believe, how you were treated. Truly facing your childhood programming is the only way to work through this programming. And ultimately, because the programming is so deeply rooted, it is quite literally your psyche and the way you are have been uh, raised and how you have been made to believe. So in order to question it, you're questioning your parents, you're questioning everything you've known, which is a very difficult thing to do. And therefore, it takes a lot of work. It is certainly not an easy thing to do to identify your programming, to dismantle it, and paradigm shift into a healthier way of thinking, believing, and operating. But it is certainly doable. I want to go through some of the dysfunctional programs that exist. And this is a quoting from an article from Psychology Today from Leon Seltzer. A wonderful article. I highly suggest reading. Uh, the article is called Nine Ways Your Old Programming May Be Holding You Hostage. Some of the old programmings that might exist in yourself include underestimating your potential. So if you have never been validated or if you've never been told you're good enough, you may not believe you are good enough, even if you are capable, even if you have many skills to back up the fact that you are good enough because your belief, because your programming is that you are not that you were never validated, you were never accepted, and you were never trusted. Oftentimes, you'll have this programming of unworthiness. Constantly invalidating yourself, self-sabotage. So this is a programming where the individual will beat themselves up for never doing enough because, well, they're not lovable, they're not likable, they're not respectable, and therefore, every they're always doing something wrong. This is oftentimes a programming you see in victims of abuse, specifically narcissistic abuse. Regarding yourself as undeserving, believing that you have no right to what you want and other people's needs come before you. This is a programming, uh, and therefore, one will oftentimes be a people pleaser, codependent. They will never really validate their own needs and oftentimes feel shameful about having needs to begin with. This is a programming. It's unconscious. Seeing yourself as an outsider or an outcast, and so believing you don't or can't fit in with others. Uh, some would call this the imposter syndrome, but when a person does not feel acceptable and accepted within a peer group, within a family, they will then therefore feel like an outsider. They'll feel awkward. They'll feel different, which ultimately may lead to shame because you are not 
good enough or you're simply not uh, able to fit in and therefore um, this faulty programming oftentimes, lead, oftentimes leads to self-destruction and outcasting and isolation. Perceiving the world or perhaps, I'm sorry, perceiving yourself or perhaps the world is untrustworthy. And so believing that you should be suspicious of others and yourself, uh, this is where the child does not get trusted. They're never allowed to grow up and be their own person and make mistakes and learn how to trust themselves. Uh, they'll learn to lack uh, any sense of confidence. Uh, they will not trust themselves. They'll perceive themselves as untrustworthy. Uh, uh, they may judge others or authority, um, but ultimately speaking, this is a programming where the person uh, is not able to um, trust themselves and therefore have a very difficult time creating connections with other people because ultimately relationships come down to trust and trusting yourself and trusting others. Devaluing or belittling yourself and believing that you're less worthwhile than others, regularly selling yourself short. So this is a programming where you see the individual individual will uh, be extremely talented, skilled, and offer services, but will oftentimes undersell themselves and, and charge less than they're worth. Uh, they'll oftentimes may not even charge. They may give their services away for free because they don't value themselves. Uh, and then um, ultimately, if they don't do a perfect job, this is where you see perfectionistic because they're trying to constantly have value uh, within their own eyes and others. Perceiving yourself as weak or defenseless, and so living your life as a helpless victim or being excessively dependent on others. So this is certainly a programming where uh, you feel like you have no ability to change. You have no control. Uh, with narcissistic abusers, this is oftentimes the programming because they feel so shameful about themselves and without the ability to have any power or, over their own personal life. Therefore, they will look to others to control, manipulate, abuse, and, um, and, and uh, ultimately have power have that control that they feel they don't have. So I want to just quickly talk about how to dismantle an old programming. You know, this is a short podcast and it's certainly not enough time to cover how to do this. Um, the mind map system, which I work with, is actually a system that is designed to help you identify your programming and to dismantle old paradigms and old programming and shift into a healthy way of, of uh, operating with yourself and others. It's imperative to dismantle old programming and heal your wounds because without doing this, we are going to simply be pulled back into our past, into our programming, into our belief system that is faulty. It's important to identify the way you see yourself, self-perception, how you treat yourself, self-talk, and how you feel, how you react. And ultimately, what are your broken emotions? What are, where are your battered wounds? Where, are your, where is the battered sense of self? Uh, and how do we identify, I should say, how to, um, how to identify your childhood wounds? How to identify... What happened to you and how it created a certain habitual survival mechanism to just fit in or survive and be part of the herd mentality, part of the pack, so you don't get abandoned. It takes a total breakdown of this system. Now, this doesn't have to happen in total chaos. If you do it uh, proactively, you can actually slowly but surely dismantle your system. Oftentimes, people run on, on a program that just leads to total destruction, and at that point in time, that's when they realize a, need, a change is needed. So hopefully, it won't happen that way. So most of the time, it does. Uh, the ideal is to identify your programming before it destructs and leads to a total breakdown, uh, to slowly dismantle it, uh, call out the false beliefs, the ideas that we've come to believe, uh, and shift into healthier, truer beliefs, such as I am worthy, I am good enough, I am lovable. It's certainly not easy work. This is some of the hardest work you'll do because it goes against everything you've ever known, oftentimes against society, uh, against your spiritual beliefs in God and others. But ultimately, this is imperative because if you don't self-reflect 
and challenge your programming, you are going to repeat your same programming patterns with adult, in adulthood with, with relationships, with your children, with others, and ultimately forcing them to, um, to adopt similar belief systems and similar programming, which oftentimes could be abusive and dysfunctional. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you joining us, and I want to uh, offer a free 15-minute consultation for those who are struggling to uh, identify their programming and ultimately paradigm shift and help you work through your faulty programming into healthier uh, relationship patterns, belief systems, and programming so you can live a life that's aligned with who you truly are, what you truly want, uh, and make true long-lasting change. I want to offer you a free, a free PDF of Dr. Rosenberg's book. This is a wonderful book where that she goes through the whole mind map system. Uh, this is a, a wonderful offer that she has allowed me to offer anyone who's listening to this podcast. So thank you again for listening, and until next time, all the best.